Hey, good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls and I'm your host. And today I have the one and only Parker Kane on the show. And I got to tell you guys something. This dude has a skill set that it's going to blow your mind. I'm just telling you, it's going to blow your mind. So make sure you stay with us and be sure to share this out. I am fired up about this one. Hey, Cassie, wait till you hear this guy. You're not going to believe this. Let me bring Parker Kane on to the show. Parker, welcome. Hey, thank you, Ken, for having me. Appreciate it. Man, it is so exciting to have you here. We met on Clubhouse. We sure did. And, um, dude, like... When I forget who it was, somebody was like, "Oh, there's my man Parker." Oh, you guys aren't going to believe this, and 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 you came up to the stage. And I believe it was Justin. Was it jo- oh, Justin yep. Benton? Yeah, 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 Justin. So, um, hey, Scott Ricard is in the house. So, um, you came up to the stage, and he said, "Parker, would you introduce?" the next speaker and i don't remember who it was but oh my gosh man it i was like what just happened so why don't you why don't you give everybody a little just a little little tiny little sample of 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 the skill set we're talking about okay This is breakthrough. Breakthrough walls with with Ken Walls. I am changing the intro. <laughs> <laughs> wow, dude, that is freaking amazing. Okay, so that just blows my mind. <laughs> that blows me away, man. So what? We're gonna get to where that that all started for you, but I want to. Um, I want to start with, let's talk about where you were. Look, people are freaking out. Let's talk about where, like, start with where you were born and raised. Yeah, so I was born in Greeley, Colorado, outside of Denver. Um, I I had a family, my mom, my dad, my, my sister, and myself. Um, and then around the age of nine years old, uh, when I was nine years old, my parents were divorced, and during that time, uh, my dad moved to Utah and uh, my mom, my sister, and I moved to Idaho. And we've been all over the place in Idaho, uh, but we've kind of settled down here in Boise. So, but we've lived right. kind of all over. But yeah, that's where that's where I've been, I guess, geographically. <laughs> so is that so you went to you went to school there, high school, graduated from a high school in Boise? Um, no, so Pocatello, um, I went, I lived in Pocatello and went to high school there. 
And then I went to college in Rexburg, super small town, um, Southeast Idaho. And then after college, I kind of moved to Boise and it was actually just last year that I moved to Boise to be closer to family. Gotcha. Colleen's best friend is in Greeley. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So, um, so you, so did you go to college to, to, I mean, do they offer degrees in beatboxing? <laughs> no, you know what? That's kind of where, where there's like a peak in my story. It's, uh, I, you know, being raised for the most part by a single mom and not having much, I really wanted to just secure having money in my life. And my mom wanted that for me as well. And so my whole life, I was kind of living two paths. One path was the logical one, the, the go to college for nursing school, get into the medical field, secure like a solid income and benefits and all that stuff. Um, and then the other path was my passion of beatboxing and speaking and performing music. And just one was going to make money, one wasn't. And it was pretty clear in my family's eyes that the one that was going to make money was, you know, go to college and become a nurse. And specifically, I wanted to become a nurse anesthetist because that's like one of the higher, <laughs> higher level nurses, I guess. Um, that and you get to put people to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And if you mess up, you are in the most trouble. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Jo- hey, do you, you remember Jonathan Dawson from, from um, Clubhouse? Clubhouse? I do. Hey, Jonathan. <laughs> he said that Facebook can't transcribe Barker. No kidding. So, so, so you, did you, did you become a nurse anesthetist? Ne- nurse, I can't even say it. <laughs> nurse anesthetist. Yeah. No, I didn't. Um, I didn't even get, um, to the point where I was in nursing school, but that's where my, that was, that's, that was my target. I was aiming for that. Um, but about a year and a half into my college experience, you know, I'm um, doing the general courses and stuff. Um, I just started to feel like I was suffocating myself for not pursuing the things that I enjoyed doing. And at that point it would have been probably three or four years that I put beatboxing on the back burner. And so, well, I, hold it, hold it, hold it. We got to back up, man. We, we <laughs> where did, what, at what age did beatboxing even land on the stove? <laughs> um, it was when I was nine, it was around the time of my parents' divorce wow. and moving to Idaho. I, yeah, just a quick, I guess, rundown on how I first heard of it. I was watching NSYNC on TV. It was back in the 90s. Um, wow. they, were, they were performing in Madison Square Gardens. They were live on TV. And Justin Timberlake, a lot of people, I guess, don't connect the dots or realize that he does this, but Justin Timberlake is a great beatboxer. And I saw him beatboxing, and I, I just was addicted, and I wanted to do that. Um, at the time, my family would around the house just sing songs and stuff and whenever i would try to chime in with my voice it would sound terrible <laughs> and so beatboxing was like how i was able to contribute to the to the musical genius that was happening in, around my home wow. um and so i started and just never stopped <laughs> wow okay so nine years old it was it was jt JT set this whole thing into motion and and, wow. And, and so there's this guy I see on YouTube. What's, 
what's that guy? Omega, Omega uh, or something like that. I don't know. He's he's a mm-hmm. no. He's he's. Oh, a pretty I, I haven't heard of it. I and, and I may not have his name right, but I I, I actually love watching and listening well watching on youtube i love watching beatboxers on youtube man so i think i i subscribe to your youtube channel as a matter of fact <laughs> i'm a little awesome. bit obsessed with it it's a it's a skill that that um well it takes work to 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 hone it right so at nine years old you decide you're gonna start um being like justin timberlake and um and were you great at it at first I was, you know, it was a little rocky and, you know, at first my mom would get kind of irritated with me because I would just be spitting all over the house pretty much <laughs> and not sounding super great. But um, overall, though, I was doing better, I think, right out the gate than when my sister tried or when my mom and dad tried. I like there was some kind of natural element to like, yes, I was going to be able to pick this up sooner. Um but then, yeah, I my parents got me the VHS tape of that concert that we saw. And I would just sit there and I would watch Justin Timberlake do it and rewind it. And then I would watch it again and try to do it just like him and rewind it and just repeat that over and over until I could do everything that he could do. Really? Mm-hmm. So, okay, so I, I want to make sure I'm asking the right question. So, so... You don't use beat. I mean, I've heard you use beatboxing to do introductions, like you just did for Breakthrough Walls and um, and and intros um, on Clubhouse when you're introducing people. It's like you got a full time job <laughs> for for free <laughs> where you're introducing people. But um, what are some applications of beatboxing that people might not be aware of that like actually pay money? Yeah, so obviously there's the whole route of of doing content on YouTube and becoming like a creator. I know a lot of beatboxers have gotten huge on TikTok specifically. Mm. Um, that's that's why I'm kind of going all in on Clubhouse. Is I missed I missed the boat with some of the other previous platforms, but um, definitely creating content. But then also I think where my niche is. Um, it's kind of weird to say, but when I beatbox, sorry, my dogs are going crazy. It's okay. It's <laughs> um, fine. I have dogs too. When I beatbox, um, specifically me, like I don't give off the impression that I'm a beatboxer. Um, people see me and they don't think, oh, that kid's for sure just this stellar beatboxer. They don't, they don't see that at all. So I throw people off. Um, but also I'm really passionate about motivational speaking and personal development and helping people become their best selves and and inspire them to pursue the things that they're passionate about as weird as it might sound like for me I make noises with my mouth and it's kind of a weird thing but like I'm going all in on that you know and so I use that to try to encourage people to be their best selves um so for me a, a vehicle for making money I guess to answer your question more so than creating content it was getting hired to go to all these different speaking events and networking events and conferences. And that's why I love clubhouse so much is because it's basically the app version of that. I was getting paid, you know, thousands of dollars to fly to Orlando and open up a, a conference 
and wow. then be the guy who would beatbox in the middle and share my story and then close the conference out, you know? So essentially what is a room reset on Clubhouse yeah. is what I was doing in real life. And now I get to do it from home on Clubhouse. The difference is you were getting paid thousands of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I hope to monetize Clubhouse. Um, it, it's getting me so much exposure that I'm getting a lot of, you know, inbound inquiries asking if, if people can pay me to do things. So <laughs> I, I, um, I, I'll, I'll tell you, I think that I hope, I hope you can monetize it. And, and how now your, your YouTube channel, you have a lot of beatboxing on there. I'm, I'm assuming I haven't gone through everything. Um, you're monetizing that, right? Um, to an extent, <laughs> I'm I'm kind of everywhere. I because yeah. it's not just beatboxing for me. I do music and singing and song covers and uh, obviously the speaking engagements. And I have my podcast Upbeat with Parker Kane. And so my YouTube is just kind of this, uh, you know, stash of videos of things that I'm just always up to. Everything yeah. I'm pursuing. <laughs> so uh, you, you just said you do cover songs. What's that mean? What do you mean? Like what? So uh, in college, like with my sister and some of our friends, we would take a song that's popular um, and then we would just remake it with our own twists and our own versions um, and then put it up on on YouTube and for people to listen to. But my, my thing that I really have gotten stuck with is uh, creating Christmas song covers. So throughout the year, I'm just kind of doing my own podcast or beatboxing or whatever but then around christmas time there's always some kind of inspirational like music video <laughs> that is a, you know what i did see one of those on your youtube channel or maybe i saw it, i i saw it somewhere you know i i'm gonna ask like are you gonna bless everybody in the audience with a little bit of a a little bit of a, a Christmas tune or some kind of a cover tune. <laughs> oh man. Look at my I, wife. Look at my wife putting your, your YouTube channel up. Awesome. Yeah. Go. Yeah. People can just go to that. And I think the most recent videos are, uh, are either my podcast or a Christmas video. And there might even be an Easter one coming up. Who knows? <laughs> Dude, That's awesome. Oh, you know, you're doing one. aren't you? <laughs> I hope to, I hope to. Yeah, I, I uh, you know, people that are just joining did not get to hear you earlier do the intro that you did. Um, give us a little bit of a, a, a what's your favorite song to do? Mm. Um, I think my favorite song nowadays, <clears throat> believe it or not, it's kind of still an in sync song. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm down, but, man. I'm down. Let's go. It's uh, This I Promise You by NSYNC. Um, but let me make sure I have the, <laughs> the lyrics real quick because I don't want to botch this. Um, Get ready, and, everybody, because Parker is going to blow your mind. And if you don't share this out, shame on you. <laughs> Wait, is, am I singing or beatboxing? Because that's different songs. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. Okay, I'll I'll sing something real quick. Awesome. Um, I've loved you forever in lifetimes before. And I promise you never 
Will you hurt anymore? I give you my word. I give you my heart. This is a battle we've won. And with this vow, forever has now begun. And I will take you in my arms and hold you right where you, right where you belong. Till the day my life is through, this I promise you, baby. Wow, dude. <laughs> Thank you. That is <laughs> freaking amazing wow saying it in the shower a little bit today so <laughs> you said you said you said you didn't have a you didn't have a singing voice as a kid it caught up with you oh yeah i was you know that's a whole other thing but just in my family growing up i was kind of told um not to because i was bad <laughs> um but when the second i moved out um I started practicing every day just in my car where people couldn't hear me and uh, tried to improve that skill. So if you if you feel like you can't sing, just know from someone who couldn't sing uh, for like 18 years <laughs> um, taught themselves how to sing. So you can do it. Well, Cassie Blanchett right there is a dear friend of mine, and she is a professional singer, and she actually teaches singing. So, and if she's saying wow. you have a gorgeous voice, trust me when I tell you this woman knows. She she's given vocal lessons to our daughter. So, um, oh, yeah, yeah, it's it's amazing. So, dude. Wow. And that's not even the beatboxing part. Gee, many Christmas. Do you have any do you have any songs that you you combine the two, beatboxing and singing together? I'm sure if you're doing JT stuff. Yeah, well when I started, but um the covers on on YouTube actually, that was kind of my my quote unquote twist to these cover songs was um, that we weren't going to ever have real drums. So we had real cello, we had real guitars, we had real vocals and singing and violins and you name it. We had real everything, pianos, but we didn't use any drums ever. We just used my beatboxing. So um, wow. all of our cover videos were me singing and beatboxing and then uh, my sister and friends singing and doing their instruments. Wow. There, yeah, there was a, uh, you know, one of those talent shows on TV, I forget what it was called, but I, I remember, um, there was what, uh, street corner symphony. Have you mm. heard of them? I feel like I have. Was that a, America's got talent? Maybe It may have been, it may have been, it was it. They, they so they did, um, uh, what was the cover they did? But it, I'm sure you've heard all all of it, and you probably do a lot of it. So, so what? So you you did you graduate college, or did you say I can't do this? I did, and that's uh, I was a I was about to get in that a little bit earlier. That's where that's like this peak of my story because um, what happened when I when I felt this, you know these terrible feelings of not doing what I love. I actually went into a really deep, dark state of depression um, mm. to the point where I, 
just I'll fast forward some of the details to the point where I uh, didn't want to be here anymore, uh, for lack of better words. And in 2015, I almost wasn't here anymore. I didn't I really didn't want to be. Um, but I was still kind of hanging on. You know, I'm a I believe in God and um I don't know if that's something you like having talked on the show or not, I, but I believe Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay. God is the only reason I'm still alive, dude. So yeah. Amen. Okay. Perfect. So yeah, I believe in God and I was hanging on to to him and I wanted to say one last prayer just to I guess my last chance kind of a situation. And I prayed to Heavenly Father asking like what needs to change? Like I like I don't have a girlfriend, I don't have money, I don't have a job, I'm in school, but I hate it. I don't have any success with my music or my beatboxing. And I was basically just complaining. And um I just was ple- pleading with him for a sign of which way I should go. If I should go all in on, you know, the school stuff that I hate and going into the medical field, or should I go all in on my beatboxing and maybe my, you know, personal brand route of being able to influence others. And that night, literally almost right after my prayer, I had friends reach out to me to go on a late night (laughs) McDonald's run. And I know that sounds so silly, but um, for me, it was a big deal to say yes to that because for the last few months, I was saying no to everyone who wanted to hang out with me. I just wanted to be alone. I didn't want to leave my bedroom. And so when they reached out and said, you want to go to McDonald's? I was like, yeah, like I'll go. And I'm just going to, you know, try to put a smile on my face and go have fun. And when I went, that was, that changed my life because at that McDonald's, my friend was like, Hey, beatbox with a McDonald's cup. Show everyone you can do that. And I beatboxed with a McDonald's cup and my friend filmed it. Everyone in the restaurant went quiet. They all filmed it. And my friend's video, he posted it on Facebook. The next yeah. morning, it was 53,000 views. And today, it's over a billion views on Facebook. It went super viral. I got a McDonald's commercial. I got TEDx talks. I got so many opportunities. And it changed my life. And Can I, I, can t- I show the commercial? Yeah, go for it. Let's let's show everybody the commercial. It is freaking. I, I forget we're on Streamyard. We could do that. That's awesome. <laughs> we can. Not only can we do that, we can do it well. So let me. Um, I'm gonna. <clears throat> I want to show that because I saw it the other day. I was like, "Holy crap! Holy, it's unreal." So let's go to full screen, and here we. Oh, let me turn the volume up. Here we go. <laughs> Dude, that is freaking it's crazy nice. that that changed my life. <laughs> It's not yeah, crazy, it's so, dude. That's that's you using your God-given talent and skills. Yeah, and so that's, uh, that's amazing. The dude. opportunities, the opportunities that followed were incredible. So I took that as a sign, you know, from my prayer that uh, I needed to to do a lot more in this life and help other people. So, did let me ask you this: Did God ever come to you and say? 
Parker, don't eat McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Does this answer your question? <laughs> <laughs> That's freaking awesome. Nope. Wow. So, so look, you've got Cassie in tears. <laughs> So you got your, so wow, you like are truly, um, you're the epitome of McDonald's little tagline. I'm loving it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. Um, so, you, this, so you're in college when this all happened, you're still in college. Yeah. And so I, I switched majors about halfway through. I switched from the medical thing, the whole nursing thing to communications to learn more about branding myself. I did social media marketing and advertising, and I learned more about content creation and all kinds of things like that. Because if I was going to be in college and if I was going to stay there and graduate, then I wanted to learn skills that could help me brand myself after college. <sighs> Okay. I, I love that number one, but I'm, I'm sitting here going I, like I've, I've watched that McDonald's commercial. It's only 16 seconds long. <laughs> I've watched it. I don't know, 10 times. And I still like who thinks, you know, I could make a tune with the straw in a McDonald's <laughs> cup. <laughs> yeah. Well, that one, I, I actually knew how to do that for a while because when I was like 14 or 15 in high school, I remember sitting in, in the car, you know, that feeling when um, you're waiting for your mom or your wife or your sister to, to get ready and they're, they're being really late, right? No, I'm not familiar with that. My <laughs> wife's watching. No, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. So uh, I was in the car waiting for like, it felt like 30 minutes for my mom and sister to come out to the car. And I had, uh, I had one of these in the cup holder um, and I'm, I was a band geek. Like I played a bunch of instruments, um, specifically French horn and saxophones. But, um, I just was looking at the straw, like the very top of the straw, how there's that opening. And I was like reminded of a flute, for some reason, just by looking at it, I'm like, well, flutes, I mean, all they do is blow air over the top of that hole. And so I was like, let me see if I could do that same noise or that same kind of thing with a McDonald's straw. <laughs> and sure enough, it's just. Um, but then also I combined it. So it's not just blowing um, with French horn. You know, you do anyone who plays trumpet or trombone or any kind of brass instrument, they know they have to do your lip buzzing like the and so that helped me learn some noises with beatboxing but doing it with this made the wow and then moving it up and down it just changes the pitch for you wow um, and I just was, I learned that in the car waiting for my mom and sister to get ready. <laughs> I'll bet when they came out, you were like, no, go back in, go back in. <laughs> wow, dude, that's incredible. So, uh, so again, I, going back to the, the, you're, you're in college, you're, you're headed to medicine, <laughs> some, some sort of a, a medical something. 
Um, and, and, and then you, you, you went, wait a minute. There's, and now with the McDonald's, the McDonald's thing, it, was it just one commercial or did you do multiples or? No. So it was, um, it was my viral video, which essentially was a free commercial for them. Yeah. Um, right. And I actually, I actually got a lot of like a few calls from them and, uh, literally with some, like they were deploying some sheer, just gratitude, like, Hey, thank you so much for that free advertisement. Cause like <laughs> our Coke sales are going up and we're good because of that. So, uh, yeah, I think they almost felt obligated in a way to give me a legit commercial. <laughs> um, and so <laughs> they did the, the legit commercial and it's a 15 second one that they played, um, for, I believe they're, 2016 and 2017 just on hulu advertisements and youtube advertisements um and then i think after that they stopped they stopped airing it everywhere but um it was pretty sweet the connections that came from it because also i got connected with um someone who was pretty high up with mcdonald's i believe he was the senior vice president of corporate mcdonald's and now now he's not anymore he's retired but i got connected with him and um, he provided internship opportunities and I actually like wow. went to Nashville and like moved in with him and his family and worked for an ad agency for McDonald's for a while. And there's just a whole bunch of things that came. It's in, in, innumerable things that came because of that video. So all because a friend of yours pulled out their cell phone and videoed you doing that. Yep. And because, uh, I actually went. I almost didn't go. Oh my gosh. So here you were in this um this 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 funky depressive state of like what's the point of even living? Um it sounds like you were borderline suicidal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And 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 you were um saying one last prayer to God and, and then some, so God's like, Hey Parker, go to McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why I say it's crazy. It's so silly, but I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> it is man. I love that. So, so you went to the, that, then that's when your life changed, man. That's incredible, dude. That yeah. absolutely incredible. But that's so, why so, or go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, no. That's why what? Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, that's why I like to, you know, inspire people to pursue what they're passionate about as crazy as it sounds. Because like I said, I make weird noises with my mouth and I've always loved beatboxing and music. Um, but then the, the way in which I've been able to pave my path has been just absolutely unpredictable, crazy ways that that no one could have ever guessed. And so um, people just don't know, like they have to show up for life and, and pursue the things they really want to. And the rest kind of takes care of itself itself in, in ways that you can't even imagine. That's so important for everybody to hear that. And, and, and for those of you, um, <laughs> we should do a vote on who has the cooler looking hair. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl, <Stinson. laughs> you know Daryl. Yeah, yeah. Daryl's awesome. He's been he, on. He's actually who uh, who invited me to Clubhouse 
So he's at the bottom of my profile. Oh, wow. <laughs> I did not know that. Daryl's yeah. awesome. He's a friend of mine. He's been on this show. So, awesome. um, so, so you, you, um, now let's go back though to the, like you do this in McDonald's, your friend videotapes it. It didn't go viral that day. Um, the next day it was about 53,000 views. Wow. Um, and by the end of the week, it was over five or 6 million views. <laughs> so it went kind of quick. <laughs> and this is on your friend's YouTube channel or yours? My friend's Facebook account. Oh, Facebook. Okay. <laughs> yep. I actually, wow. you know, that's a whole other thing too, but just in showing up for life and, you know, accepting what comes because, he at the time I was so laser focused on no, I only want quality 1080p or like 4K video, professional yeah. YouTube covers, like that's all I want. And when he showed me this piece of crap video on his phone, like, hey, do you want me to put this on your YouTube channel? I was like, No, it looks like garbage. Like, why would I put that on my YouTube channel? <laughs> and it went viral. And then like weeks later, I was like, Okay, maybe I should put it on. Yeah. Hey, let me have that video, dude. Oh. <laughs> Oh, and it's gotten over a billion views, you said, on Facebook? Yeah, on Facebook. Oh, my gosh, dude. That's insane. So, but when you left the restaurant that day, in that moment, because it was an hour earlier, you were suicidal, thinking about, what you know, praying and asking, or I don't know if it was an hour, but it was a short time prior to being at McDonald's you were feeling really at your lowest point. You didn't know until the next day that that video was going to go viral. So when you left the restaurant that day, were you, were you upbeat? Were you, how were you feeling in that moment? Were you like, did you feel some sort of hope? Yeah. So first of all, it was really late night run. Like it was like one in the morning. So oh, it was, okay. I was pretty tired. Um, but um, after that though, I did feel happier just because that was the first time in a while that I had gone to hang out with friends. But um, also I was doing what I love and being embraced for it and encouraged to do more of it. And so I felt happier. And then when I went home, I just, you know, crashed, went to sleep. Yeah. yeah. And when I woke up, I was like, I had a few text messages from my friend. His name's Sean. Um, I had a few text messages from him and he's like, bro, <laughs> your videos take it off. So <laughs> I was like, wow, that's crazy. Wow, dude, that's insane. So, so then the, the McDonald's thing happened, you get the, the commercial, you're doing a TEDx talk, you're do you're getting invited to speak. And then I wish I could beatbox. I would drop it like you, like you do. <laughs> and then 2020. <laughs> yes. So. Here we are traveling the world, doing your your thing from stages, and then 2020. Mm -hmm. And talk about what happened for you there, because I know a lot of speakers, and I know a lot of speakers that went, oh no, I can't get on stage. So where, where did you shift? How did you handle that? Well, um full transparency speaking was never like i didn't ever get to a point where i was actually 100 you know surviving off of that it was just okay. gigs kind of here and there um but i was okay. aspiring for more gigs and it was really hard balancing college too and so i got 
I just had an like an actual nine to five job. I was working for a group of radio stations in Idaho Falls, Idaho. Um, and when 2020 hit, um, obviously the speaking engagement stopped, the beatboxing engagement stopped. Um, and I was actually laid off from that job that I had in Idaho Falls uh, because of COVID. So um, wow. that's why I made the move to Boise to be closer to my mom. And I actually moved in with my mom and was looking for other jobs. And thankfully, I mean, I got a little bit, you know, down during 2020 again, but it wasn't as bad as 2015 for me. Um, but I, I did, was able to find another job. And then I'm just very, very grateful for my podcast. Upbeat. Yeah. Um, I had, I've been doing my podcast for over two years now. I've interviewed so many people and you know, when things, I mean, if anything else, it's helping me, but I'm hope I'm hoping it's helping a lot of other people too. But when there were times where I was just so down, like, Oh, 2020 sucks. Like I can't find a job. I need, I need to get on my feet again. I'd always have that once a week opportunity to speak with someone super influential and inspiring. And they'd pull me right out of the trenches and make me feel better and motivate yeah. me, motivate me to keep trying. So, but yeah, now things are better. I'm, I have a job. Um, I'm hoping to get back into in-person speaking and beatboxing, but actually right now I'm going all in on clubhouse. And so it's clubhouse is a game changer for me for sure. You have to have what, how many followers do you have on clubhouse? It's gotta be in the thousands. Um, it just crossed, um, a thousand four hundred. Um, but I have made some new connections with some of the room hosts of like those really big rooms. And so I'll, I'll be hoping to get on a much bigger stages and get more of a following that way. But I think it's just so early that anyone that's on there right now, that's at least trying, um, it's going there. It's almost inevitable that they're going to be like an influencer on clubhouse and get, you know, potential brand deals and sponsorships and who knows what's going to (laughs) come. Well, we, you know, you were in the room that Glenn and I did that, that one night and, um, you were, (laughs) <laughs> I think it was, was it Glenn that put you to work introduce, or maybe it was Jay Nolan. I don't know, but you started introducing every single speaker as they came up and, um, Jason, uh, Cisneros was on there and he sent you $500 to do a custom thing for him, right? <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah. But that was, that, that was, was a really cool opportunity too. I mean, that's one for yeah. the books. I'll never forget it. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. And so is that something you do? Do you do a lot of voiceover work for people? Um, I will now. <laughs> I have not been doing voiceover work, uh, but Clubhouse is kind of opening that door for me. Um, I'm sure you've seen um, Elle Michelle around in some of those rooms and she does like the AI kind of voice impressions and uh she and I have been working together and she knows everything about the the voice industry. So <laughs> she's looking to help me with that, which I'm super grateful for. But yeah, I mean, I, you know, I try to utilize my skill sets whenever I can. And in 2020, when my back was up against the wall, I created my own business that I was calling Canecast, and it was specifically podcast production and editing. Yeah. And so I do podcast production and editing. I do intros, outros. I am going to get into the voiceover work. Um, 
obviously custom beatbox anything i do all of that so <laughs> wow yeah i can i can picture it like <clears throat> dude you could do um <clears throat> you could do mass volume of like voicemail messages like for people to to have as their voicemail i mean you could there's so many things you can do with this it's incredible well, and one thing that's super cool to see that i've seen lately is when i'm beatboxing on clubhouse people listening oftentimes have it on speaker on their on their phones or their ipads and i'm being heard by not just them but their husbands and wives and their children in the background yeah and i'm starting to get um ladies sending me messages on instagram of like you inspired my son to start beatboxing or you inst inspired my daughter like here's a video of my daughter trying to do what you do and um it's just cool to see that kind of happening as well doesn't it feel good to know that you're you're positively impacting the lives of other people yes with yep. your with your god-given talent and skill i mean dude the, it's not easy doing what you do like i've 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 tried it i would <laughs> never i would never try it publicly but i've it's like oh my gosh so so what what um in the moment that your life changed um which was the night you went to mcdonald's what what was the um what do you think the 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 number one thing was that really got you out of that that place? Was it the prayer, or was it was it the finding your or living in your truth, your passion? Yeah, it's a little bit of both. I would say for sure the prayer because when that happened, I'm like, okay, like. I mean, I didn't really doubt it before, but at that point I was like, okay, God is real <laughs> and he is telling me that I need to keep doing the, this kind of stuff. Uh, but the other thing is, I think I developed my deeper why, you know, we talk about the importance of, of asking why you're doing something and figuring out your why. And I realized that the more I pursue what I'm passionate about, the more I uncover other passions that I didn't know existed. And oftentimes they're deeper and more meaningful. So I enjoyed beatboxing, but more than being passionate about beatboxing, I enjoyed the awe-inspired smiles that it brought to people's face faces, you know? Um, I enjoyed music, but more than music, I enjoyed the really tight, like harmonic moments that made people feel and made them want to cry, you know? Yeah. And so I under, I un uncovered this whole other passion of wanting to help people who have been where I have been or who are where I have been. Um, and that beatboxing is just a way that I can do that. That's amazing, dude. So, so you, um, what do you think? I mean, if you, if you were to nail it down to one thing, and, and I ask everybody this question that's on the show. If you were to nail it down to one thing, the number one answer is fear, by the way. Um, so you have to do better than that. What do you think? <laughs> no pressure. What do you think holds people back in life from? And, and look, money is important. I mean, Zig Ziglar used to say money's not everything, but it's right up there with oxygen. So, so, so money is important. 
Um, what do you think holds people back from achieving the financial success and freedom in life? You know, I don't want to, I almost don't want to answer this because I feel like I'm always looking for financial, <laughs> more financial help and freedom. Right? But um, yeah. I, I do feel like if I, if I could answer, it would be the lack of understanding how much control we actually wield over our brains and our mindset. Um, there's so many, I mean, we can literally control all of our thoughts. We can, we can control everything, but oftentimes we just kind of get set on autopilot and let things roll. And then we wonder why so many years have passed and we haven't done the thing we need to be doing. Um, and I think we like, that's why I love all these podcasts out there. And I mean, I, I know for some people it's kind of annoying seeing all these like coaches out there and stuff, but um, I think it's brilliant. I think it's good. Cause it's, there's like this shift in society now where there's this whole emphasis on self-help and personal development and learning how to control your mind and meditation and all those kinds of things. And right. I, I really think mastering the mind is how people can best, you know, make every single day better and achieve what they want to. Dude, you just knocked it out of the park. Thank you. I tried to go around fear. <laughs> yeah, no, you did. Just you did it. So, you know, there was this day my wife and I opened up our first office years ago and I had a bunch of employees and, um, the biggest dude that worked for me walks in my office one day and he says, um, there's somebody out in the parking lot looking in the windows of your SUV. I'm thinking, well, wh why are you telling me, dude, you're bigger than I am. Go tell him to get out of here. And, and he goes, I would, but, um, he has it blocked with a tow truck. And I was like, Oh, he was there to repo my car and in front of all my employees. They were all getting paid, but I wasn't. And, and, and I remember that being one of those moments in life where I was like, this is the end. This is the end of my life. It's, it's never going to get better. It's only going to get worse. And what's the point of being here <clears throat> for anyone? And, and Parker 2020, catapulted the suicide rate in this world, not just in the U S but globally, it, 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 it just, it, it's terrible. Um, for someone that's barely hanging on to life, maybe their car's been repoed or their electric's going to be shut off or they can't, you know, uh, whatever, they can't figure it out. And they were to call you and tell you all of that. What would you say to them in that moment to help them understand that it's temporary i would i would say that they're not alone and that they can always reach out i mean if i was having that conversation with a specific person i'd say that they can always have me in their corner um and that it is temporary and there's there's a lot of bright things to look forward to in this life um and also i mean if the opportunity was right and if it wasn't going to be more damaging than good, I would tell them that it's not about them. It's about other people and who they can influence. And if they're gone, then they can't influence those people. 
that isn't that the truth that is that is the truth what would you like the audience to 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 know about you and and like where to follow you how to follow you how can the audience help take you to a whole new level awesome well thank you for uh, allowing me to share that i would just share my website um parkerkane.co parkerkane.co that's kind of a center hub for everything that i do it's got links to all my social media um and actually uh clubhouse i guess once that'll have a link um, i've got a link to clubhouse on there as well so parkerkane.co is my website and that's the that's the best way to find everything that i do i have it scrolling across the bottom of the screen now awesome that's so cool parkerkane.co um, and all of your all of your um, social media. Are you on Facebook, Instagram, all of Twitter, all of that? I am on absolutely everything except Twitter. I've never liked Twitter. So, <laughs> <laughs> my wife just put it in the comments as well. Parker, why don't you take us out with some beatboxing, man? Like, show everybody that hasn't heard you yet. Show them your skills. What do you got for us? I, I'm sure you thought about this before before <laughs> the show. Like, I got to drop something, something big here, man. Come on. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy to. I just want to preface it with uh, sometimes doing it on streaming like this. They can't catch the, the dubstepy deep parts, but hopefully they can. I think that's what he might have met earlier when he was like, Facebook can't get Parker, but we'll try. Yeah, go for it. You got this. Look at the But this is breaking through walls with kick 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 walls. Oh my god! Every time I hear you do, that's just unbelievable, man. It probably adds another element watching it too, huh? I know in Clubhouse you just hear it, so watching it too kind of is like, how is that all of it coming out of one person? I know it's it is. I'm sitting here going, you got to be freaking kidding me. Where are those noise? I'm waiting on you to start doing the armpit farts and the. I'm <laughs> but like you just, dude. Oh my gosh, that's unbelievable. You are the epitome of breakthrough walls. You are, you know, and for anybody just joining or joined late, you know, Parker talked about. He was in college studying to be a nurse, a nurse anesthetist is what you were nursing. I can nurse yeah, <laughs> that. And 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 you had this moment where you knew you weren't living your passion. You weren't living with with what God wanted. God gave you a talent, man. And here you were gonna you were gonna just throw it all away and go be a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 a trip to mcdonald's changed everything that's 
that's breaking through walls. First, it was a prayer. You prayed and you asked God for guidance. And he immediately said, Parker, you're going to McDonald's. <laughs> yep. I got to write a book or something. That just is too good. That, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's just mind blowing. And it, and your video went viral the next day and, and, and the rest is, is history, man. It, it's, it's amazing. So I think that Parker's message to everybody is crystal clear. And that is live in the way that God wanted you to what God gave you a talent and a skill set. He gave you a gift and you're here to utilize that and use it to help impact other people in a positive way. Does that summarize it? Yes, absolutely. Parker, you're amazing. Everybody go over to parkercane.co, follow him everywhere on social media, share this out to everybody. Let's get this guy some attention well-deserved attention. And hey, you know what? Grant Cardone watches a lot of my videos. Maybe we can get you on the 10X stage doing intros for the, the 10X Growth Conference or something, man. That would be incredible. Yeah, Grant, Grant you got to make that happen, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. So, hey, Parker, thank you, dude. I appreciate you coming on and sharing your, your heart and your skills and your talents and... Uh, Everybody, go, and definitely go to Clubhouse and follow Parker there because, dude, you're amazing. Wow, thank you. And I appreciate you, Ken, for, uh, you know, connecting with me on Clubhouse and giving me, you know, a stage there and a stage here. I appreciate that. I, I'm honored to have you on here, brother. So thank you and stay with me. I'm going to end the live stream now, but everybody that's watched this and shared it out, thank you. And if you didn't share it out, you can still redeem yourself <laughs> and, and, and share it out now. So Parker, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Ken. All right. You guys have a great day. Thank you. Thanks guys.